0: NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now.
1: Hello, thanks for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore. I'm the Deputy Director of Communications at the National Cannabis Industry Association. We're recording this on election day. It's kind of crazy. And we're also preparing for our Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, the cyber edition. Uh, November 10th, 11th, and 12th. And I'll talk more about that later. First, let me introduce my guest, Lynn Saladini of Athpower Consulting. Lynn's a passionate believer that trust creates strong relationships between people, resulting in an optimal collaborative environment. She's a driver of effective strategy for measured growth and client success, and has served Athpower Consulting's clients since the firm launched in 1997. For more than 10 years, she's navigated the shift from office space to virtual space and expertise in demand in demand now more than ever before. So true. AthPower Consulting is a premier provider of research and customer experience solutions, offering survey and mystery shop research, competitive intelligence, compliance auditing, market analyses, employee training, and strategic consulting. For over two decades, they've helped clients improve customer retention, build brand loyalty and advocacy, deepen employee engagement, measure compliance, maximize performance and increase profitability. Welcome to the show today, Lynn. Thank you so much. I appreciate being here. Awesome. And we're all getting through the day as best we can today. We're all a little nervous. So we're, we're talking to friends as much as possible. So thanks for joining me. And and let's get to know you a little better. Tell me more about your background and experience in addition to what I said in the introduction there um, before venturing into cannabis.
2: Absolutely, so um, as you mentioned in my lengthy um, <laughs> setup there, I've, uh, I've been a part of Eighth Power Consulting now for 23 years, and um, in most of those 23 years, a good majority of them, um, the work that I have been focused in on has been really in the financial services and government space around client experience and user experience and compliance auditing and those types of things. And so, you know, at the end of the day, um, it's, I think that um, CX and UX are sort of um, required uh, in, in any experience, but without a doubt, um, it, it becomes so much more important in order to sort of thrive in business going forward. And that was part of the reason that I became interested in expanding um, our work and our studies and our consulting efforts into the cannabis industry.
1: Awesome. Yeah, tell me more about that. Some people have you know a personal relationship to the plant and some people have been you know growing it or consuming it for decades and decades. Tell me more about you know, what sparked your involvement and, and interest in the cannabis industry and movement.
2: Absolutely. So I think there's so many, as you mentioned, it's sometimes it's very deeply personal. Sometimes it's sort of third party personal. And I would say for me, um, the latter is more of of where my interest and my involvement and my dedication um, to the industry became um, so important to me. I have a lot of friends and family members that have really, really been, um, you know, found Significant improvement in a lot of their medical conditions um, now that cannabis is more widely used and and sort of um, advocated for in the medical industry. And quite frankly, that's probably majority of my interest in in um, in continuing that advocacy and finding out a way to utilize some of the skills that we have at our our company and what I've got in my toolbox to to very um, actively continue to be the voice of of those folks who maybe can't be and don't have as much of an opportunity for a stage. firmly believe that, um, you know, the expansion in the industry is not if but when, and today especially as we were talking about how the states may fall and where we may go with this. Um, And I really would like to be an important um, part of that and play an important role in that um, because I do see the benefits to those folks personally. And ultimately, I would love to see us looking at uh, cannabis um, usefulness as a part and parcel of a number of pronged um, medical capabilities. So we, we're just starting to see people get coverage for massage therapy. Um, you know, I believe there's a, a day and age when we'll get coverage for uh, cannabis as a part of a medicinal um, mm-hmm. setup.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, and our industry, what is now an industry, did start as a medical cannabis movement, and it took many, many years uh, to evolve into an adult use industry. Um, So many people, myself and a lot of the NCIA staff actually were activists for the movement, for the medical movement, the legalization movement, um, you know, in the 2000s or the 90s before adult use was even a thing. And now people can jump in with not just the convincing people of the efficacy of the medical value, but now we have an industry where we can contribute valuable professional aspects and lessons to help it go even more forward. So speaking of your role at AF Power Consulting and how you are Plugging into the cannabis industry and supporting us in this way. Tell me more about that and and how Ath Power is doing that.
2: Absolutely. So, um, as I mentioned, in in customer experience and user experience types of studies, also in compliance studies. At the end of the day, no matter whether you're a bank, um, you're in the business, the cannabis business, um, a provider or other type of, of company, um, whether you're in financial services or, or government or retail, at the end of the day, um, client experience and user experience, especially you know, when I say user experience, we're talking about now the, you know, it's becoming more and more the focus of all kinds of research and importance because everybody's doing everything digitally these days. And it was heading that direction prior to um, us hitting a pandemic, um, but we're going at breakneck speed now um, around user experience and and how to access things and ease of use. And at the end of the day, we, um, no matter what industry you're in, I think client um, satisfaction and advocacy are extremely important. And we're hoping to support the industry in this, in this, um, you know, adventure. There's, absolutely a lot of opportunity to take a look at now that there's space out there for people to move and grow and um, become a larger part of of this industry. Taking a look at the client experience with interactions with an individual company is extremely important. And, And it's not just you know, a transactional look at it. It is really around how do you create customer enthusiasm in your brand? How does that you know um, move forward? How does that create more business opportunities? How how um, how can you ensure that you know everything that touches your brand, whether it's a call in or a walk into a retail center or interaction through the web? Um, it, puts your brand out there in the best possible light. And looking at those things, I think, um, became, you know, extremely important (laughs) years ago. But people are really spending a lot of time and energy. I don't know if you've noticed, but they've created roles around um, my own title as chief relationship officer. So there's been all these nouveau titles that have come out as a result of looking at customer advocacy and how important it is. And I believe that we can bring a lot more of that um, how and why and what will it do to benefit um, different people in the cannabis segment um, it, as far as how it will actually improve their their business model. Excellent. And I'm sure we're going to take
1: a deeper dive into that after this next commercial break. Uh, it, it really makes me think about, um, you know, I'm an elder millennial, I guess I'm called, and our generation and younger Um, we're known for voting with our dollars or spending in ways that support a cause that we care about. Uh, So that's just an interesting thing that I'm thinking about as you're explaining this customer uh, personas. All right, we're gonna take our first commercial break and we'll be right back to chat with Lynn from AthPower Consulting. Stay tuned.
0: NCIA's cannabis industry voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, and we're talking with Lynn Saladini from AthPower Consulting. And as we were kind of getting into before the break, uh, the cannabis industry uh, has been around long enough now that we can actually study the industry, study customers, study business processes, and even compliance and policies, and and can actually start to gain some insights, crunch some numbers, make some conclusions from that research. So we're in a good spot here, starting to get some real data. Uh, So uh, Lynn, do, do I want the good news or the bad news first?
2: Well, on a day like today, that's a really tough question. <laughs> yeah, I, fair, fair. <laughs> Had to throw that in there. So, I mean, let's talk about uh, let's talk about the bad news first and get that out of the way because I think that, yeah. we're going to set this day up for all good news and all upside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and the bad news isn't bad. It's really just that in our research, what we're seeing is that this is an industry that still highly fragmented. And it's not about the industry leadership, and it's not about the individual businesses that contributed to it. It's not about um, anything in particular other than, quite frankly, hopefully, um, some of the things that will change as a result of today being a very important day in our in, in our industry. Um, you know, it, it, without concrete federal guidelines and without s- concrete state guidelines, and with all of those, even if they are pretty concrete, being so varied across the United States of America, it is a really tough way to operate business. Um, And so we see this industry still as being pretty fragmented and and difficult to manage. and and that's probably the worst of all of the news because at the end of the day that's also taking out the laws and regulations and state by state and how we change those things that's really sometimes tough um, at least from my perspective that's not something that i can do as an individual but what i can do through our company is kind of help um, with the fragmentation pulling that to together a little bit more around user experience and when i or client experience. And when I talk about that, what I talk about is, is um, I've had the good fortune of living in both Massachusetts and Florida. And the experience going into a dispensary in Florida is so very different than it is in Massachusetts. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure there's a number of reasons for that. Um, (laughs) Massachusetts is younger. Florida (laughs) has an older demographic. Mm -hmm. But there's some interesting takeaways from Florida and my experiences um, in Florida purchasing cannabis um, versus Massachusetts that I feel like Massachusetts could really learn from. And so when I say segmentation and fragmentation, that's really what I mean. Um, And the good news is that that's a pretty easily solvable challenge. Um, I think there's a lot more opportunity for Owners and operators within this industry, especially to be involved, heavily involved with the NCIA, so that you know their learnings can be complete and they are talking the same language and they're sharing, um, you know, intel and and best practices and those types of things. And the more we encourage that sharing of. In information and data and best practices, the better um, and less segmented and and less fragmented the industry will become.
1: Yeah, yes, those are all great points. And and NCIA does uh, provide a lot of resources for sure uh, on our website, thecannabisindustry.org. And I, I perfect opportunity for me to plug our cannabis business summit and Expo, actually, where lots of educational panels will be taking place, and this is complimentary access for NCIA members and reasonable pricing for non-members. You can get more information and more education about the cannabis industry at www.cannabisbusinesssummit.com happening November 10th, 11th, and 12th. All right, Uh, just had to plug that because it's happening like when when this episode airs, it's, it's upon us. Uh, so back to the conversation here, we're, we're seeing more opportunities almost every year as new states pass legislation or ballot initiatives to legalize cannabis for medical or adult use. We're on the edge of our seats today, about five states, <laughs> um, and that creates a new industry for that state when it passes, and each individual state is its own animal, which you've alluded to. California looks very different from Colorado also. Even Northern California looks different from Southern California. They all look very different. Um, let's take a deeper dive into some of the more state-specific insights from the research studies you've done.
2: Absolutely. So um, really, really uh, interesting in um the way things roll out and how people sort of perceive um, the customer, I don't think there's, from what I can understand and in my involvement in, in CIA, there's not a huge um, repository of data yet as to how to interact with clients and what clients are truly looking for in this industry, and of course, because we've touched on it so many times, it's it, it's tough because you're not talking about everybody providing the same types of things. Sometimes, and and it's crucially important to think about this. Sometimes your customer in this kind of chain is really the you know the cannabis retailer. We're not necessarily talking always about the actual end consumer. So. Um, there's a whole infrastructure here that we know about and, you know, the growers support the, um, you know, the the business owners who are retailing and the retailers are supporting the clients and the clients are, you know, um, utilizing and f- giving feedback and, you know, all of that is so important in this ecosystem that we have here, as far as um, client engagement and how we support each other in those different steps, and how the end user is affected by all of that. So, I think there's some interesting um, opportunities to provide more and more data within the industry from which people can benchmark themselves and say, "Hey, you know, I think we do really well with this, this, and this," and yet this is what. i've heard from some of our other um you know our the businesses we interact with to support our clients or this is what our clients need more of and now we're able to share that information um back up the food chain and say hey we need you to produce this and we need you to execute on this and in this in this regard the challenging thing is that you know we don't have the gloves off yet we have Everybody in this industry still has so many challenges around even just moving money and banking and things like that. So we're we're still little ways off from getting to that pinnacle of hierarchy of needs where, you know, the client is the only focus in, in our ecosystem. And yet at the same time, the industry is moving fast enough that it's extremely important to start looking at it because um, as, as we start to think about, you know, going into the future, I, I'm hoping, uh, as I'm sure everybody is, uh, that we continue to move the needle on the states and the um, the federal government. And as that opens up, and we start to see this opportunity becoming more and more, um, you know, focused in on as as far as a not only just um, recreational use, but also medicinal use, and 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 uh, the ability to provide the the supply and demand chain. Um, it becomes more and more important to understand the user, the customer, the client, the experience. And even more importantly, I'll add on there, the, the employee part of it as well. Um, I think it's extremely um, important to take a look at employee engagement and how they're feeling about um, the industry and ensuring that they feel um part of the the solution um, to how we engage with our our clients in the industry it it definitely is challenging um, without a doubt because the other thing that we see is is the the banking industry and and how (laughs) challenging it is to still figure out how to move the needle on on um being able to move money. <laughs> and yeah, absolutely. I mean,
1: that brings me to my next question. At the federal level, our industry is still battling unfair banking issues. And the NCIA team, our government relations team in D.C., we're focused on moving the Safe Banking Act through the House. It's passed through at least three times now in the last few years. And we're hoping to get the Senate to vote on it as well. Um, in the meantime, we have just a minute here before our commercial break, Um, cannabis operators are in a tough spot. Any insight into the banking crisis there in your
2: research? Absolutely, so the interesting thing here, um, if folks aren't aware, bankers want to be involved in this industry. I can't say it more clearly or more succinctly, and um, it won't even take a a minute to (laughs) to share that as as enthusiastically as I can. And we can certainly finish off on this discussion after, but there is no question, and I can share with you some some intricate stories about the bankers that I've been involved with and how um, highly invested they are in ensuring that there is an opportunity to bank in this industry very soon.
1: I like that. That sounds like encouraging news. Let's take a, our last commercial break here and come right back and wrap up our discussion with Lynn from AthPower Consulting. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: NCIA's cannabis industry voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart Pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. 2000- garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio, chatting with Lynn Saladini from Power Consulting. There's a lot of insights to be gleaned about our industry. And before the break, we were taking a deep dive into the, the banking crisis. And your, your message is that banks do do want to work with us. They would like to work with our money. So let's let's pick that back up and and talk about some conversations you've had with some of these bankers.
2: Great. Yes. There are a number of companies out there that are very quickly working through developing apps that will allow, um, and I'm sure a number of them are even members uh, already with NCIA, where, you know, there's an opportunity to move money in such a way, we're not talking Bitcoin, but moving money in such a way that um, banks don't need to be holding it or uh, touching it on behalf of the industry. Um, It is, you know, the company that's supporting those infrastructures um, that will help move the money. um, And and of course, it's legal and it's tied up and it's and it's ready to go. And the interesting thing for me, and I think the takeaway for those listening and and the membership of NCIA is that the bankers are inviting us in to have these discussions. And. I have not been turned away yet, um, and that's everything from a small uh, family-owned banks in Massachusetts to larger organizations um, in the Midwest, and they are willing to have the conversation. So I can see the, the interest and the advocacy and the importance of how do I do this? I think the biggest challenge, um, and I've been working with bankers for 23 years, it's an infrastructure that's almost as difficult to move as our government. And, so the challenge they face is everybody you know c level folks are really involved and engaged and and interested tell me how i can help the cannabis industry is more what i'm hearing um a bank uh, it, then oh no i'm not interested in that at all um we we aren't getting turned away it's more tell me how how can i do this under the certain guidelines that are you know we're operating under state and and federally at this point. And so that's really reassuring to me because it's not a I'm not interested in hearing from you and all your solutions on how to move money. Um, it's more how do does this work? How will it work for us? you know, how do we get involved in, in those types of things? So before we probably ever get to the place where we can just walk in and open a, a banking relationship in, in the cannabis industry, I think there will be these intermediary sort of, um, you know, uh, handshake agreements with, with these other companies that actually bridge the gap between the cannabis industry and the overall federal banking regulations at this point point. Um, and they're coming on and they're coming on strong a number of them have significant funding now to continue development and then it's just a matter of introducing them to um, the banking industry and sharing with the bankers very succinctly um, how it will be able they'll be able to interact with the cannabis industry without having the challenges of um, the the governmental regulations that they face right
1: yeah that's that's encouraging for sure and and to underscore that it's it's important for people in the industry to reach out and have these conversations and we also have had some good conversations with senator crapo who's the chairman of the senate finance committee on banking and we we must reach out we must have these conversations it's not going to get solved overnight for sure but the conversations along the way are very important. So I encourage NCIA members, I know we didn't have a lobby days in Washington DC this year because of the COVID-19 pandemic. You can still call your representatives, you can still call your senators and have a conversation with the staff, talk to them about the Safe Banking Act. If they're not already a co-sponsor, Ask them what their hesitation is. Let's have a conversation. Hopefully we can get back as a group, as a big industry group to Washington DC in 2021 uh, if the COVID-19 pandemic gets under control. But either way, there's still a lot of avenues to stay active and to have a seat at the table, I think is kind of what, what you're encouraging as well is to have the conversations and don't back away from them as well. So as we move forward, hopefully uh, more progress on safe banking uh, in the Senate and and we'll see what what the 117th Congress perhaps uh, has, has in store for us as well. All right, Lynn, we are just a minute away from wrapping up the show. I just wanted to remind our listeners once again about the Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, November 10th, 11th, and 12th. It's cyber, it's digital complimentary for NCIA members. And of course, we also have weekly webinars uh, through the organization, thecannabisindustry.org as well. Lynn, any final thoughts as we wrap the show up And, and also let our listeners know where they could find out more about you and your company?
2: Thank you so much for having me today. It was a really pleasurable experience. Um, I am a first year member of NCIA and I've never joined an organization where I've become so quickly involved and engaged in all that is um, part of the membership, including reaching out to other members and understanding needs. And And uh, so, thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you. And I'll continue to be a, 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 a big banner advocate um, I think that every company that touches cannabis or has any interest in in futuristically touching cannabis should be part of the membership without a doubt. Um, And I look forward to continuing to learn more about the folks that are members and and understanding how we at 8th Power can best support them in any sort of um, intelligence research or advocacy whatsoever. Awesome. Thanks so much.
1: And thanks, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Until next time.
0: The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com.